Yevamats Pro Vav Mishnadal. Now the Mishnah will list women who are prohibited to a Kongadol. Kongadol Loyisa Amana. Kongadol may not marry a widow. Ben Amana Minha Erosin. Ben Amana Minhanisun. Whether she's a widow from the Erosin states of marriage or a widow from the Nisuin states of marriage. Okay, so there's no Chiluk there. Besides prohibiting a Kongadol to marry a widow, the Torah also includes him instruction to marry only a virgin. So if he marries after, he's, after a person becomes Kongadol, he may he must mar- get married, and if he then gets married. He must marry a virgin. This obviously excludes any woman who covers it with a man. The Mishnah now teaches who else is excluded. Et a Kohen may, no, may not marry a Bogeret, even if she never covers it with a man. So, a girl is considered physically mature when she reaches the age of twelve and has at least two pubic hairs. At this stage, she enters a state called Narut. The Narut state lasts for six months, after which she achieves the final stage of her, uh, adulthood called Bagrut. A state, a girl in the Bagrut state, is called a Bogeret from the beginning of the state of Bagrut. So the physical signs of virginity naturally begin to diminish, even never cohab- cohabited. Now, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Shimon, Machshirim Babogaret. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Shimon consider Babogaret fit to marry Kongadol. Um, in their view, the Torah excludes only a woman who's not a virgin at all, but permits a Kongadol to marry a partial virgin, namely a Bogaret. Now, he may not marry a woman who was struck by a piece of wood in a way that destroys the signs of her virginity. Since the sign of her virginity has been completely destroyed by this blow, even Rabbi Yezir and Rabbi Shimon agree that she is forbidden to a Kohen Gadol. Now we clarify the point at which a Kohen Gadol becomes forbidden to marry a widow. If an ordinary Kohen betrothed a widow, and he was then appointed to be Kohen Gadol before completing the marriage, he may marry her fully. That is, he may complete his marriage to her since the first date of marriage, Erosin, took place while she was still permissible to him, he's allowed to complete the marriage. And we have a story that supports this. And it once happened that Yoshua ben Gamla betrayed a widow named Marta, the daughter of Baitos, when he was an ordinary Kohen. And the king then appointed him to be Kohen and he married her fully. He completed his marriage to her. The Mishnah contrasts his warning regarding a widow who was already betrothed to a Kohen before he was appointed Kohen Gadol with the law of a widow who merely has a Yibum bond with him. Now, If a woman awaiting Yibum fell to her husband's brother while he was an ordinary Kohen, and the brother was then appointed to be Kohen Gadol before he performed Yibum. So she was married to Kohen, who died without children, leaving her for Yibum to his brother, who was at the time an ordinary Kohen. This brother was then appointed Kohen Gadol. Even if he had already done Ma'ama with her before becoming Kohen Gadol, he may not marry her in Yibum once he's appointed Kohen Gadol. Instead, he must give her a get to release her from Ma'ama and perform Khalisa to end the Yibum attachment. A Yibum bond is not considered even a first-stage marriage on the biblical level, and even Ma'ama is not effective on the biblical level. Therefore, the Kohen Gadol is forbidden to perform Yibum with her, since she is simply a widow who was not previously married to him. Now, if he was already Kohen Gadol when his brother died, Kohen Gadol Shemet Achiv, in the case of Kohen Gadol, his brother died, so that his widow felt him for Yibum consideration, Cholets Yabem, the Kohen Gadol must perform Chalitza, but not Yibum, since she, he may not marry a widow. Okay, now, although the Mishnah already stated that a Kohen Gadol may not perform Yibum, it now stresses that he must perform Chalitza instead. Otherwise, you might have assumed that Chalitza too may not be performed because this involves the Yavama spitting at Yavam, which seems beneath the dignity of the Kohen Gadol, so therefore we're taught that he can do, he can do, they can do Chalitza. Okay, sorry, Mishnah Mishnah An ordinary Kohen may not marry an Ailonit, a woman who will never physically mature. So she doesn't know, she doesn't grow pubic hairs, nor does she develop the physical characteristics of a mature woman. This shows she can never have children. 
so he cannot marry an Aaron unless he has another wife who can bear children or he already has children. Men are obligated to have children, as stated in Bereshit, Peruvu be fruitful and multiply. Therefore, he may not marry an Alonit, since he cannot fulfill his obligation with her unless he already has children or is married to another woman who can have children. Okay, and this applies to any Jew, whether Kohen or not. The Mishnah talks about Kohen because we're very soon now we're going to have a ruling of Rabbi Huda applies only to Kohen. Now, Rabbi Huda disagrees. Rabbi Huda Amen. Rabbi Huda says, even if the Kohen has another wife or children, he still may not marry an Alonit. Because she is the Zona mentioned in the Torah. The Torah forbids a Kohen to marry a Zona. In Rabbi Huda's opinion, the Zona includes a woman who's incapable of having children. Okay? Um, so he defines promiscuity as well as having um, um, a woman who cannot possibly have children. Um, so that's how he defines. Uh, he includes an analyst in 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 the definition of zona. So so even if he has lois analyst, because she's the zona mentioned in the Torah, a kohen may ne- may never marry an analyst, even if he already has children or is married to another woman who can have children. Now the chachamim disagree with that definition of zona. The chachamim marim. The chachamim say in zona ela gioret umshucheret v'shiniv ala bi'irat zonot. A zona is only a female convert, a Canaanite slave woman who was freed. Um, and or a woman who is engaged in a forbidden acts of cohabitation, um, i.e. a regular Jewess who cohabited with a man forbidden to her under biblical law, such as an erva or a mamzer. However, if an unmarried woman cohabits with a man she's allowed to marry, she does not become a zonah. Have a great day.